right, lads, welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy. Mick Thomas here, how are you? Listen, again, thanks for liking, subscribing and sharing and coming on back. I do appreciate you. Um, check out podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, where I house it. And of course, if you want to see uh, this pretty mug, it's on YouTube. Give it a check out. Also, my other podcast with the Manxiety Show. Um... It's called The Man's Eye to Show with my good buddy Corey Brooks, also available wherever you get your podcasts on. We had a new one out last week. I do believe we have a new one coming out this week. I hope we do. We'll see what happens. Come see me live, right? The dates are starting to tick away. If you haven't seen me, we'll talk about Texas in a minute. Um, but in March, what we have coming up on the 6th and 7th on Long Island, uh, the Argyle Theatre. Come see me there. Also on the... Uh, that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm down uh, on Wednesday. So Monday, the 6th and 7th is Monday and Tuesday. I'm in the Argyle Theatre. Wednesday, I am down in the Manahawken Theatre in New Jersey. South Jersey, people have been asking me to come to Jersey. And then on the the Thursday, I'm up in Peekskill, New York Theatre up there. Uh, Friday, I'm in Brooklyn, some private thing. And um, then I'm heading out on the 15th to Zany's in Chicago. From Zany's in Chicago, straight to Florida. I am uh, on St. Patrick's Weekend, uh, Madcap Comedy Club. From there, straight over the next day on the 19th to Zany's in um, Nashville, which I can't wait to go to. Flying from Nashville up to Mohegan Sun, Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, Wisecrackers, Two shows that weekend, Friday and Saturday. Very next night, 26th, heading down to uh, the Orlando Improv, closing out the March Madness with my buddy Sean. Uh, Dan Barry's with me along the way. Another friend of mine, Adam Sneer, might be popping on to a show. That's where I am. Come see me. Now, before I go any further, I want to tell everybody about Texas and what went on in Texas. But before I do, uh, as you know, if you're, if you're new to the show... Um, I'll tell you something about me is that I never, I never apologize for jokes. Jokes are jokes, right? They're just jokes. They're not intended to hurt anybody. It's just for you to look at life in a different angle. Maybe chuckle at it. Maybe, maybe give it an old brouhaha. Uh, so I've never apologized because there's never been any malice behind uh, my jokes. I do that shitty man thing where I go, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. And some people are happy with that. I go, hmm, see, he apologized. Uh, when really it's a man trick. So, ladies, if you ever have your man out there and he says that to you, oh, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry that you feel, you felt that way. And she goes, "Ah, he apologized. We tricked you. So, but I do. Usually I'll do that one, but I never really apologize for the actual joke because it is a joke and there's no no ill intent uh, meant for it. But this week I am apologizing for a joke because here's what happened. Uh... I was on TikTok. First of all, I, I'm getting death threats now. And this is true, by the way. This is 100% true. I am getting death threats from the Hells Angels. I'll let that sit for a minute. Yeah, the Hells Angels have been threatening me. And I ain't going to go to the cops. I'm not a snitch. I'm not one of those, right? I'm not a ra El Rata. I'm not El Rata. I'm not going to go to the... I'm not going to be one of those guys. Snitches do get stitches. I have heard, so I ain't going to do that, but a bit of a confrontation with the Hells Angels, only me, right, only me, so I'm on on the TikTok there, you'll find me on there, Mick Thomas Comedy, as I am across all platforms, 
uh, check me out, follow me, give me a subscribe. I interact. Each page is different, by the way. I post different content on different pages. So you don't go, well, he's Instagram and he's TikTok and he's Facebook and he's whatever the fuck. It's all the same. It's not. It's all different. So Mick Thomas comedy and all of the above. So I, uh, I'm on, I'm on, and I, I'm a motorcycle enthusiast, I suppose you would say. I do, I have a bike, I do ride, uh, looking to get a new one soon. I have two in mind, we'll see what happens. And, uh, I'm a big fan of motorcycles, motorcycle clubs, I'm not part of a club at all. Although it would be fun though, it would be fun to start a comedian's motorcycle club. I'm trying to get some comics to start riding, they're asking me about it. My buddy Chuck Nice rides, and he's, uh, we're gonna go out riding soon, but anyway... So I'm on TikTok and I'm uh, I, I'm looking at this page and of course the Hell's Angels I follow the Hell's Angels and uh, I see in the video they're doing a write out now write out is how many guys they have and they all just head off so there was about twenty people in the write out twenty of the Hell's Angels members and they started off a president vice president come all the way back down sergeant arms and all that stuff all then down to the prospects. But at the end of the of the the the, the pack, the end of the crowd of the of the ride out, there's a Hell's Angel, and he's not he doesn't have a full patch, so he's prospecting right, so he's not a full member yet, but he is prospecting to get in there, and he's a big fella right, so all the Hell's Angels were muscular guys, big guys, you know, it's fucking rugged as you see, but at the last guy he was a big big guy, like fat obese right, he was a, an obese man, and um, you know, it's a lot of leather. That's a that is a lot of leather to go on a cut. A cut is like a leather vest or a denim vest that they cut the sleeves off. That's hence the name cut. You're learning. It's an educational show. And um So they all write out and the big guy is at the back. And all I write is all I all I put on the TikTok thing to the page. And as you have to understand, right, there's at least fifty thousand comments on there. So when I put on a comment, it's not for the Hell's Angels to see. It's for the people scrolling the comments and go see Mick Thomas comedy and go, "Oh, that's a funny comment. Let me see what's going on on his page. I like this guy. He's funny. I think I'll go see him when he comes to my town, right? Like Zany's in Nashville on the nineteenth. So, and all I write was so. Here's all I write. And again, it's just a joke. It's just a joke, right? So I wrote this for the people in the comment section, not for the Hell's Angels themselves. I didn't think the Hell's Angels, I didn't think the, vi the VP, the vice president of that chapter would see it. Right? And all I say was, the big, I go, motorcycle clubs are like a bridesmaid's party. There's always one fat one. Now, I know, you're. I can, I can hear the groaning. I can hear some of you cool people laughing. Some of you like-minded people. It's not my best joke, but a joke nonetheless. I didn't, I didn't, want to come out and attack you know what I mean it's not I don't know the guy because I only saw the back of him I don't know him personally right is it a low hanging fruit joke of course it is it's not my best it's not my best but uh so that's what I write and and you know and I'll, I think I'll post it online I think that's what I'll do tomorrow I'll post it on one of the platforms tomorrow but then I got I got a message I got a DM and I don't get that many DMs on TikTok. They're usually people trying to sell me stuff uh, or someone trying to, you know, hey, man, I like your joke. And I say thank you and I write back to them or whatever. Most people comment to me in the comment section. And uh, so I get a DM and it is from the VP, the vice president of the Hells Angels, of that chapter. And, uh, oh, boy, he, oh, boy, he wasn't happy with, uh, with McThomas. He... he 
he was he was like, oh yeah, so you you want to have a go at one of the angels? I was no one one of the uh, the eight ones, the eight ones, eight ones mean eight is the eight H H is the eighth letter of the alphabet, A being one, the eight ones, right? That's what he said. You want to have a go at the eight ones? You think you're fucking tough? You think you're tough? Well, how about we come to your town? And just show you what a fat guy can do. A fat member of the Hells Angels can do. I was like, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. I'm just a clown. Uh, so he's like, well, when you come to California, we're going to be watching for your dates and we're going to show. I mean, if you buy tickets, that's great, right? I mean, I like that. I, I mean, the Hells Angels have a big following, big numbers. So maybe if there's a back entrance of uh, the comedy club, which I'm sure there is, which is the one I'm going to in LA, I would like to go in, have all the Hells Angels turn up, watch my set. Right? Don't heckle, lads. Watch the set, and then I'll fuck off at the back door. And yeah, you never know. I might win your hearts over. I might be right because I do ride myself. Right? I do. I do. I do follow the rules of the road. Two, you know, two down. I'm. I'm. I'm one of you at heart. I'm one of you without the 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 mass rapings that you guys did in the seventies. I'm doing it again. I'm dead. I'm. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, but that it's they haven't read. You know, read Hunter S. Thompson's. Uh, book or just read a, a, a news article um but yeah so and i didn't know like the hell's angels right if you don't notice like how much control how much power they have towards motorcycle riders you know if, so if i wanted to set up a comedy club uh, or a comedy motorcycle group just me and 12 comics and we all ride bikes you know what? let's have a club we'll raise money for charity we'll do a great thing we'll have a fucking chuckle riders fucking giggle laughy laughy biker club whatever the fuck it is you know, you can't just set that up, right? This is an actual fact. You have to go, because I guess they're the original, the original, like CrossFit. If you want to open up, you know those assholes? If you want to open up a CrossFit gym, you can't just go, I'm going to open up a CrossFit gym. You have to write to the head of the CrossFit company, even though you understand the workouts and what needs to be done, even though you've trained with CrossFit, you have to go get their permission to set up a CrossFit gym. Uh, it's like a Subway franchise almost, right? So so if you so since the Hells Angels were the, were the original MCs, right? They came from um, Vietnam when they got back. There's a little history. They came back from Vietnam. I hope I'm doing the justice, lads. Not, I mean, I'm already on your shit list. So, but they came back from Vietnam. Uh, they took the name Hells Angels from the airplanes. Society, all the people were spitting on them. You fucking baby killers. Much like what happened to John Rambo. And then they said, um, fuck society, we're going to start our own motorcycle club and we're not going to obey the laws. And that's how the Hells Angels were formed. Basically, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. So they're the original when it comes to motorcycle clubs. So if I want to set up a Chuckle, Chuckle Riders motorcycle club, I have to write to the Hells Angels. They have to approve it. And then I, they have to send them my, our logo that we want to do for our patch and they have to approve it. Isn't that weird? So I think any chance of me setting up my own MC is now gone, right? I can't I can't set up a comedian's version of Sons of Anarchy, right? Well, Sons of Malarkey, whatever you call it. I don't know. Um, so to, so long story short, to the Hells Angels, I do, I do apologize and I do ride also and I love my kneecaps. So... Hope that was good enough for you, lads. Uh, you know, it was just, it was just a joke, and uh, it's so funny. I'm the only person I think that gets hunted down by somebody, and I advertise where I'm going to be. That's the fucked up thing about it. Like, if you knew the, like the Italian mob, you know me and Italians and the fucking Italian comics in the community, whatever. But if I was being like the mob were looking for me or the IRA in Ireland, what would I do? I'd pack up and I'd move, and I'd become. 
in the in the low some would say the witness protection program I would be very low profile but I've got the Hells Angels now looking for me and what am I doing I'm advertising where I'm going to be so that is fucking bananas isn't it that's backwards really I'm like yeah Hells Angels you can't catch me motherfuckers you don't know where I am you don't know where I'm going to be fuck you you got to catch me first I'm also going to be at Zanies in Chicago on March 15th right it kind of kind of doesn't and I'm going to be in New Smyrna Beach oh that would be a good one New Smyrna Beach right you know who who who, who territory New Smyrna Beach is in Florida that's the Mongols territory and the Mongols are the arch enemy of the Hells Angel that would be fucking great wouldn't it be good if I started a war wouldn't it imagine that would be a great news story comedian starts war between Hells Angels and the Mongols because all he said was this motorcycle clubs Members are like bridesmaids party. There's always one fat one. And I'm not wrong on that, by the way. Let's let's talk facts here. Let's talk turkey. Right? It is true. It is true. There's always one fat one. Go look at... I'm not fat shaming. Go look at any photograph. Girls listen to this right now. You don't want to admit it like, Oh, no, that's a terrible thing to say. That's, a, that's an awful thing to say. Stacy. Right? That's... Whatever. Anyway. I'll move on from that. Again, heartfelt apologies uh, to the Hells Angels. Something I never thought I would say. But anyway, so I um, I was in, I was, I, so Austin, Texas, right? I gotta say, got a chance to visit, right? The old, the old hat there says that. Nothing says I've been to Texas like a, a gas station hat for $13 when you're trying to buy a Red Bull because you're sleeping not at all. You're up for 24 hours straight and you need to stay away because you got to drive the rent-a-car back to the airport so you don't fall asleep. So, uh, you walk in there, Texas hat, let me have one of those. Thank you very much. So, uh, here's the thing about Austin, Texas. First of all, it's supposed to be the new hub of comedy. Joe Rogan is club. I think it's open this week. If you live in Austin, Texas, go check it out. Uh, the, what's it called again? The Mothership Comedy Club. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 um, it's going, Joe Rogan's club is going to be, it's going to be phenomenal, right? And everybody, and everybody who's anybody, it's where it's going to be. It's going to be like the Woodstock of comedy. His club is, his club. But people have been saying, like, comedians have been moving out of New York in their drones, moving out of Los Angeles in their drones, just heading down. Droves or drones? It's droves, isn't it? You fucking idiot, Mick. So they're moving down in their droves to Austin, Texas. I don't know if you know this. You might not know. It's very inside because they believe uh, Austin is the new hub of comedy. It's where it's all going to be. Because there used to be a saying, right? If you want to be an actor, go to L.A. L.A. comics are weak. I don't think that. I think there's a lot of them really good. Um... LA comics are weak. You want to be an actor, you go to LA. You want to be a comedian, you do it in New York. That's what I hear. Now, the thing is that, again, it's just this is my weird opinion. So if there's any comics listening to this, I don't want you to go, Mick Thomas, you're a fucking asshole. How dare you say that about Austin or whatever. I don't think it is, because here's why. It is very, it's a very, first of all, the buildings. Let me talk about the buildings in Austin. You don't make sense. What are you doing? It's just all, it's Jenga style buildings. Like you have, Park on up here, and then a whole two floors slabbed out to the left. Then they have more going up over this way, and then you have two slabs out to the. It's just like it, it, it's like it was built by a fucking weird hipster, and um, and it, they are they're all hipsters, you know, down there, very woke. It's very, and you would think like Texas is all fucking pew pew pew, right? They're out in the streets, and they're just like every time they agree with somebody, they just shoot the gun in the air. That was my perception of Texas. 
right? If you see a friend across the street, you go, hey, you shoot near and he goes, hey, and he shoots up three, right, as well, because if two means he's in a bad mood, three means everything is great. And I thought that's what Texas was, right? And you ride horses down the street and it's not, it's a lot of hipsters. It's a lot of woke, high tech people walking around Texas. Um, just, you know, being Texas, just being woke, having problems with everything, everything, just like they are everywhere else, right? Just like the woke community. And you know my problems with the woke community. And there will be a time when I go to really into detail about why, uh, but I can't right now and I'll tell you. There's stuff coming up that I need to take care of in the industry before I go on a rampant fucking killing my career speech about the woke community who runs Hollywood. But anyway, I, um, so it's full of woke people down there. That's what I saw. Again, it was my, my perception of what I saw, right? So as a comedian, like, if you're so, if it's all a woke community, what can you write about? Because real comedy comes from, I believe, my theory is that it comes from real life stories, real, real combativeness right there's got to be a combativeness if that's a word uh to to life right it's got its misery and we take that misery we take that anger and we take it to a stage and we take sadness to a stage and we take these things that upset people like a fat bridesmaid and we try to flip it on its head and make it funny make it enjoyable make it go away make the pain of whatever this fucking shit is go away our own personal stories our own you know, not necessarily our beliefs, but our exaggerated truths, just to trying to look at a problem and see that it's not that big of a problem because it can be laughed at. And I believe any problem can be laughed at. And if you laugh at a problem, it ceases to be a problem. I believe that. But when you go down there, it's what, what do you have, right? Apart from, I believe it's the next season of The Walking Dead because people talk about the homelessness down there and the homelessness is fucking, it's out of control. But I've been in Los Angeles, homelessness is insane. I've been to New York, the homelessness is insane. Right, but the thing about them is they stay to themselves. In Austin, Texas, they get involved. They scream at you. Hey, motherfucker. All right. One goes like, hey, motherfucker, give me your hat. I go, I don't, I'm not wearing a hat. This is before I bought this. I bought this on the way out. Hey, motherfucker, give me your hat. I don't, I can't give you my hat. Why? You know what I mean? That's the mentality. Of, and I got to see a friend, a friend of mine down there, her, two friends down there, my, my buddy, uh, Nikki and Rob. And I got to hang out with them. And that was great. And I went to uh, the Creek in the Cave. Creek in the Cave. People are phenomenal there. The staff are great. There was comics there too. A few of them, I can't mention their names. I don't remember. Um, you know, and, and they were nice. They were great. The people of Austin are great, right? As, as, as kindness goes and as individuality goes. But I just don't think it is the place that's going to be uh, the hub of comedy. Right, I think the other comics, the legends who are going to be there at Rogan's New Club now are going to be the greatest of all time. They're going to come down to that place, but then leave. That's what I believe. Look, that's that's just what I believe. But I just think it, I, I was expecting it to be... I don't know, man. I was expecting more from Austin. I just... It's, again, the people are great. But when people talk about how great the food is, eh, eh. Me and Sean Finnerty were there. My buddy Sean Finnerty. We're going to be on the road together all this month. But but we went to some barbecue place. And it was supposed to be a recommended place, by the way. You go to a car rental place. And they're like, you got to go to... And I go, all right, do you have the address for... Right? Talk to me, mate. 
she finds a place online goes go go there I go alright it's the most talked about all the stars it gets on Yelp and I go there and I eat the food and it's like eh. alright I get it I just I don't know man I think it's, it's just that's just my opinion of, of Austin and again I love the people people are they were great so I'm not, if you're listening to this and you're from Austin, don't go, well, fuck you, man, you're shitting on. Well, that's not your sound from Austin anymore, right? Because you're the, those imported tech people now. Oh, my God, it's comedy when you sound about Austin. This guy is having a problem with our scooters. I ain't having a problem with you, fucking real tech, real tech people. These other fucking idiots can fuck off. These people who just get dropped in different towns and states during the pandemic and they try make it. Or you take a cool place like Texas, you take a cool place like Florida, upstate New York. You take all these cool fucking places that were just left alone by people who just lived their lives normally. The wokeism, the fucking, the government couldn't touch it. The political beliefs couldn't touch them. And they lived their happy lives and there were secrets. They were like a secret little town you didn't know about it. And these fucking tech fucking idiots come in dressed with their fucking woke bullshit in there uh, we're coming to this town listen I know you have a lot of barbecue but how come you don't have any Vietnamese restaurants it was fucking Austin Texas isn't it? yeah but I think you should have Vietnamese restaurants where everybody wears a flavor flav clock and we all drink champagne from a bowler man's hat right it's just those kind of cunts right just stay away from those places because I believe Austin Texas probably maybe I didn't see that part of it right walking up 6th street everyone talk go to 6th street it's like Bourbon Street in New Orleans. No, it ain't. It's fucking drunks falling out. And every single fucking place has a guy playing a guitar. Every If I fucking hear friends in low places again, and I love Garth Brooks, me. I like country music. I just got into it. So it was all hyped about going to Austin. I've been into country music a little bit now, maybe a year or two. Get into it, loving it, feeling the groove. I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to fuck. I was going to get into it. Nothing. All it was was just fucking friends in low places and every every place you went to had a guy singing. When a homeless guy tried to mug me there, we came out the corner and a homeless guy tried to mug me. There was a guy behind the place, I got friends in low places. That's all it was. There's a singer on every corner, right? Every pub in the 7-Eleven, there's a guy just in the corner playing. It too much. Too much, lads. I don't I don't get it. I don't get maybe I'm old. I'm too old now for for the sixth street vibe of people coming out, puking up shitty pizza onto a homeless guy. Uh, you know, that's, that's just it. But again, I will be back at the Creek in the Cave pretty soon. We're working on another date where we get a full weekend. We just went down, we took a Wednesday. We took a, we took a night just to test the water, put the toe in, just to see what it was like. And we liked the club. We liked the people. We liked the audience. That's what we're there for. So when I'm back in Texas, which will be soon, I promise you, when I'm back in Texas, it will be soon. I'm there for the people. I'm there for the comedy. I ain't there for your buildings. I'm not there for your fucking food. Definitely not your crazy homeless people. All right? That's all I got to say. Thanks for listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing for coming on back. I do appreciate it. And one more time before I go, Hells Angels, we good? We good. All right. Next time. And uh, as always, wash your hands, you dirty fuckers. Good luck to you. Good luck to you.